So we're started recording on episode four. What is this? There's no four, right? I think it's like thirty six. I think it's like twenty of if you count all those other episodes, but it's four of whatever this is. Got that? Yeah. Or would you? Apparently, you on your other podcast called it "Got This." Yeah. Got that? Like this? It's like that. It's like this. You it's know. like that, and like this, and uh, whatever you know. Yeah, what the Christ. When, when you've been doing this as long as I have, Joe. <laughs> when you're uh, a veteran of the podcast game with multiple podcasts. Yeah, like me, cracking my knuckles right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're allowed to make mistakes here and there. And when you when you got the uh, star power like I do, right. uh, you're allowed to make a few mistakes, you know? Gotcha. With all your listener. Yeah, with all my listeners... <laughs> um, speaking of your other podcast, last weekend I joined for a like cameo type deal at the end of your new episode. I don't think it's out yet, though, right? I guess it's coming out in September. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, that is. True. So yeah, did a good job. All all the listeners, check out for look out for Film Obscura if you want to hear me. All yeah, we can. One. What'd you say? We have a lot more listeners on that show than we do on this one. Oh, what do you have, like five? No, like a lot. Really? Like, yeah, that, that's all because of Justin. Like, he he promotes the shit out of that show. Oh, maybe we should hire him to promote our show. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I mean, he, like, posts it everywhere. Like, I'm not good at that. He's, he, like, I've, I've said numerous times... I'm a side. I'm a professional sidekick. <laughs> you're you're a passenger on all these endeavors. I'm I am a passenger who is there for you with snacks and treats. But um, and those are little uh, fun, funny comments or whatever. But yeah, so I, I, I guessed it on the second half of the episode. Played a little game that I guess seemed really complicated at first, but I think I think it, it worked out. I had no idea what the fuck was going on in the beginning, but I got there. Yeah, I definitely think it's a it's a good. It it would definitely help if you have heard other people play the game before, because like I said, I took it from other podcasts, Mm -hmm. and even like because it's based on like there's a on Douglas movies they played a version. um, It was called the Leonard Malton game, Mm -hmm. and every time they would play it, he would have to explain it for like. three minutes to any, like, new people. Mm-hmm. And even when they started playing, they still didn't really quite get it. Wow. So he doesn't... It's amazing that I got it then. Yeah, but I mean, that's the thing. Like, it's definitely complicated if you're new, but once you get playing it, it's, like, a really good game. Yeah. You've tricked me with a lot of them, because, like, 
I, I really thought you were going one way, and then you went another. Yeah, well, you know, you think it's one way, but it's the other. Yeah. Um, I should mention I'm drinking uh, Dalmore 15 right now. What's that? That is a scotch whiskey. Nice. It's delicious. It's my favorite scotch ever. I am drinking a Poland, Poland Spring? Deer Park Seltzer. Oh, you should put some uh, scotch whiskey in. I don't have any scotch whiskey. Dalmore 15. I don't, I, don't, I don't even have Dalmore's 1 through 14. Oh, you should try the 9. But you'll be lost through the, like, one through eight. Does it have a uh, smoky afterbirth? Uh, the afterbirth is <laughs> uh, real milky. Uh, not, not so smoky. Uh, it's red. That's not good. Yeah. But no, Joe, it's it's pretty, I mean, it's fairly expensive for someone that wouldn't spend a lot of money on alcohol. Right. But um, if me- you're trying to get into scotches and shit... Uh-huh. Oh my god, it's so good. Is it more than $15? Yes, it's it's like 160 between. Oh. It's, I'm, it's, it's up there. Um, but I got it maybe a little over a year ago. It's, I mean, I have about less than, a little more than a quarter left. Oh, so you're, you're a fancy man. Yeah. Oh, Joe, it's such a nice bottle. It's got like this gigantic, like, your head with like I don't know like a 15 point I don't know if deers or bucks or not like uh-huh. like it's got like tons of antlers on it are you, um, you drinking it straight or on the rocks and on the rocks yeah smoking a cigar no no I don't smoke in your uh, smoking jacket no I'm, I'm sitting here in a tool shirt <laughs> but I, I am excited to finish drinking this because then I'll have it straight Nice. I had it at um, a drinking uh, tasting thing in the wine guy in Smithtown. Uh-huh. Um, and it was amazing. There's, there's, they make more expensive ones. But um, this is like the opposite of uh, Lagavulin. Uh-huh. This one is like more sweet, whereas Lagavulin is all peat. It's all peat. It tastes like peeps. What? It tastes like peeps. Yeah, it does, like the yellow ones, not those fucking disgusting pink ones. Right. But yeah, I mean, next, oh, <laughs> yeah, and next time you visit in like 2025 or whatever. Yeah, whenever we're allowed to safely remove around the country. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you'll, you, you would like it. It's basically the scotch anybody could enjoy. I'm guessing this tasting wasn't recently because I don't think they're doing those anymore. No, as I said, it was about a year or so ago. Oh, that makes sense. You should learn to listen. Yeah, that's my problem. <laughs> yeah. <You're> getting, <laughs> but my issues are oozing into your issues through the phone. Yep. So just like whatever you were saying. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what, what were we doing where I, I did it again? I'm like, oh, I, I'm doing it again. <laughs> it was last episode. It was either that or it might have been when I was trying to explain that game. Yeah, it was. I think so. Um, but I guess we'll, you know, we're almost 10 minutes in already, so I guess we'll go to that, uh, what did I call it last time? The Hot Shots or Quick Hits or... Yeah, yeah, I don't know. you called it stupid and I didn't get it. Spibbity Boops? Yeah, 
All the stop stops. Um, so the first thing I wanted to go back, a little bit of correction from the last episode, when we were talking about that microwave bacon that I use. Yeah, yeah. It's Hormel, not Oscar Mayer, and it's called yeah. Natural Choice. Fucking idiot. And, um, I know. And I will, like, I know your complaint was that microwave bacon is thin. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely thinner than real bacon, but it's thicker than most microwave bacon. Yeah. Joe? Yeah. Don't be lazy. I know. But... Make, make bacon. There's no point in having bacon unless it's real bacon. I mean, it's real bacon. It's made in Canada. It, it's shit. You make bacon. You have to make bacon. Um, There's no reason. You put bacon in the microwave is after you've made real bacon to heat it up. So here's a question. Because this might, you know, maybe I just like my bacon weird and that's why I like this type of bacon. Do you like your okay. bacon crispy or chewy? Crispy. Okay. Because so do I. Because that's like, I kind of like really overcook it. So it's like. Right. So like you bite into it and it like crumbles in your mouth. It's great. Right. That too, but I also need my bacon thick. Yeah, like I said, it's not. It's definitely not thin. It's not like that nonsense. Like we were talking about the McDonald's bacon. Right, right. It definitely like this is definitely the closest I've ever had microwave bacon to be like real bacon. Right. But like I said, I know you don't want to be lazy, but it's good. Like if you just you can just constantly eat bacon, which is probably not the best thing for you. It's terrible. But when I get my bacon, I buy whatever brand it is. I buy the thick cut. Okay. And it's great. Because I do know that that same brand, it's the Hormel uh, Natural Choice. It has no, like, nitrates or anything in it. Mm-hmm. They make, like, regular bacon, too, that same brand. Yeah, I think I told you I tried looking up reviews of it on YouTube. Yeah. I was shocked to not find any because, like, I could find reviews of a fucking penny from 1967. So, uh... Mm-hmm. I didn't understand why I couldn't find one. When people do food reviews on YouTube for, like, stuff they cook in their house, do they still go and sit out in their car and do it? No. No, they do it in the house. That's just strictly for fast food? Yeah. No, that that's um, review bra. Huh? That's review bra you're talking about, right? What do you mean? That review it in their car? Sometimes everyone, this like every like food review person that has does it in their car. You're talking about fast food. Yeah, well, I mean, it's any type of food that's not, like, not necessarily a fast food, but also I've seen like people do like a sandwich from Publix review. Right. Okay, I haven't really seen that, but if you're talking if you're talking shit about review bra right now, you need to back the fuck up. Is that a person? Yeah, he's, he's, um, that, I'll send you a picture of him, hold on. No, I'm not calling out one particular person, I'm just saying there is a, like, large selection of middle-aged white dudes who like reviewing food in their car. Alright, wait, hold on. Let me send you a picture of this guy, because he's a fucking hero of mine. It's called Report of the Week. Uh Uh-huh. Um... Weirdest, he dresses up in a suit all the time. Uh, um, hiccups. He, he's, he look, you know how my, um, Dwight calls Michael when he's describing him, he says marsupial. Yeah. Okay, well, he, he looks like a rat. Okay. But fucking God bless him, I love him. 
It's weird. I've I've like never really got into the whole YouTube culture. Oh really? Like I know you watch a lot of like review videos and stuff, like the hot ones and. Look into it. Um, but yeah, I've like I. Oh, I've seen this guy. I love him, Joe. He's the biggest weirdo, but he's just so like. He's so he's he's so funny, but he doesn't mean to be funny. Right. But he at the same time is trying to be funny. He might have been the guy that I saw review the Publix chicken tender sandwich. It was probably him, yeah. But he yeah. reviews. But yeah, there's a lot. Like, because I was. We were talking last week about the third pounder. Uh-huh. I went and found a video of a guy reviewing one from like 2015 in Canada. But that just made me think, like, why do all these guys. Like, there's just tons of people on YouTube who just review food from their car. Right. He does now. Um... He'll buy the food and eat it in his house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, this he has a famous review where he got the Popeyes. Um, what is it? The Chicken. like popcorn uh, popcorn shrimp. Uh-huh. And he ate it, and he said something to the effect of, um, oh, so, oh, "Fuck, what is it? Um, these are." Uh, it's something like these are terrible, and my day is ruined. I got I got a vamp. But yeah, just like I said, the whole YouTube thing. I never like. I mean, I understand why people like it, but it's just never been. Like, I go on YouTube. I'll watch like you know, like videos of stuff I've seen before, or like highlights, or like music videos, or stuff like that. But I've never. You know, really enjoy watching just one person talk into the camera. And vamp. And vamp. And? Okay. And my, my disappointment is immeasurable and my day is ruined. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> it's just him eating the, the popcorn shrimp. Right. And he pants in the face, like, in, in the camera. And he's like, my disappointment is immeasurable and my day is ruined. And he's, <laughs> like, no smile. Like, he wasn't joking. Right. You have to look that up. It's it's very funny. Yeah, I won't. But uh, <laughs> fine, that's fine. But uh, you should start your own YouTube channel. You can be Chris Chris Man. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, <laughs> you you got it. And then you could get famous from that and promote this podcast, and then you won't be just the passenger anymore. <laughs> I don't think I'll be doing any of that. Chris Man. 666. You talk about Chris stuff. Sma- you can have... Smash that like button. Yeah, oh. You can have all of that. Comment down below as you point to the link. Yeah. You can click the button up top for notifications. <laughs> um, so I guess the other thing on the Hot Shots section... Uh, this is the first time we've done a podcast. I mentioned it on my appearance on Films Obscura... But the Rangers won the first overall pick, so that's cool. Good. They're gonna. Their new savior is a French Canadian. Smokey Robinson. Nope. His name is Alexis Lafreniere. That, yeah, that sounds that fits the part. Yeah. Um, also in sports news, the Mets and Yankees uh, series this week got weekend got canceled because of COVID. So that's fun. <laughs> got it. 
the Mets the Mets were in Miami and one player and one coach tested positive Thursday. Their game was canceled Thursday, and then the Yankee series was canceled Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So, yeah, it's coming back. Well, we're heading towards our second wave time. What? We're heading towards October. It's supposed to be the second wave. And what? We're, or we're heading towards the second wave, you said, right? Yeah, because that's when it's supposed to be. Like, once the weather gets cooler, like, yeah. apparently it might start. Because then people will be forced indoors more. And Yeah. So yeah, I, I think it's going to happen. Because fucking people in Maine. There was a wedding of 100 people in Maine. Yeah. And 29 people got it. Yeah. It Maine. And I know there was, I think there was kids in some college that went to like an opening di- like party and they uh-huh. got expelled. I forget where it was. Did, well, Duke like did first classes and 146 students got it. Yeah, they had to go to remote learning like right away. Yeah. So, I don't know. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's like a lot of places like the school, like school's going to happen for a week and then they're going to have to go back to remote learning again like that's just it hasn't gone away what's the business you work at um Nanya Dr. Nanya Nanya Dr. Nanya business Nanya business (laughs) (laughs) I work for the law firm of Young and Not (laughs) um I'm gonna buy that show on blu-ray or D- i think it was only on dvd but it was like five dollars yeah that is like, a very I'm good show not getting it i don't know about i think the first two seasons are really good the third season was just weird yeah when it came I mean, in. fucking amazing if anyone's wondering we're talking about todd margaret no huh nobody tell <laughs> um but where were we um, I already mentioned Phil Obscura. Uh, so this is kind of a weird question I thought of from listening to another podcast where um, they were talking about like what they want to do with their body after they die. So it's a little bit of a morbid question. Oh, okay. I know what mine is. But um, basically, the thing I came up with was what is the least amount of money, like if I came to an untimely end, I would have to. I would could leave you. Where the requirement for you getting the money is, you had to hang my stuffed head in your living room like I'm a deer. Like what? Like I'm a deer. Like you know, you you mount a deer head. How clean is it? It looks professional. Like it looks just as clean as a deer head. Like I get like the top notch taxidermist. Is your is it your mouth open or closed? Um, what 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 would be easier for you? I prefer your mouth closed and eyes closed. Okay, so if it was like that, you had to have it in. I would either give you a choice of the living room or just like a main hallway, like. Um. But you had to have it displayed and for the rest of your life. What's the least well, amount of money the, I could my, leave you for that to happen? For the rest of my life. Yeah. Um. I would say, and like five hundred million dollars. Oh, so a lot. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Keep in mind, I would pay for all the taxidermy. You would just have to hang it. 
Yeah, I would say $500 million. You wouldn't like me just hanging out at your house? I wouldn't like you just hanging out in my house dead. Why, why not? It's just skin. It's like... I know. Is it going to rot, though? No, it's purely preserved. Like, it would it would survive just like a deer head would. It would... None, the skin wouldn't rot. No. I don't know how... I don't know if this technology is available, but if, <laughs> if it was... Does it? It wouldn't rot. No. Like I said, just like a deer head. All right. I'm going to say... Fifty million. Okay, so definitely not enough money that I have. What do you have? A hundred million. Yeah, I only, yeah, I have like two point five million. Oh, so fifty million is way yeah, over. Yeah, totally. For my head. What? For my head. Um. Wait, no. Well, whose head were you gonna hang? No, no, no. I'm saying how much money I currently have. It was a joke. Wait, what? You were you were requesting fifty million dollars for me, and I'm like, well, that's not going to work because I only have two point five. That was my joke. Oh, uh, okay. I I, th- I do not have two point five million dollars. Oh, okay, gotcha. I wasn't saying anything about your for your head. Um, yeah, maybe I would do it for a cool mill. Really, you'd want my severed head for that low? I like. I think it's an interesting conversation piece. Like I said, if it's not going to rot. Right. I have a fun head. I know. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, I know people put up deer. Like, why not, like, you know, a friend? Like a... <laughs> I get it. People stuff their pets and they just leave them hanging around. You know, it's just most people don't do it. Like, you know, like a serial killer might. <laughs> but I'm saying if it was totally above board. <laughs> Would you be living alone for the rest of your life? Um, I don't know. You'd have, yeah, I guess you you would. I'm telling you. No, I mean, I think someone would be cool. It's a million bucks, Joe. A million bucks would not help you. <laughs> it wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt, but it wouldn't help. <laughs> but like I said, if we made it very nice looking, like it's not just a rotting pe- like head in the corner. Your OKCupid profile and or Plenty of Fish and or Match.com, it would be top of the list. It'd be like the sixth. Most of the profile. It'd be like the sixth picture in the roll is just me standing thumbs up next to your head. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because I thought of that. The open relationship, because that, I mean, that's, I'm there. Right. So you say, like, Ness wouldn't be cool if I, if my head was just chilling in the house for the rest of your life? I would have to confer with her, yeah. Even, you, even with the $50 million in hand. I would let you put fun hats on me. I would put fun hats on you without your say or not. Well, no, I, but I would have to write in strict guidelines where you would lose the money if you crossed them. Well, who the fuck's coming and telling me what I can and can't do? I would hire a private detective. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I knew this would be stupid, but I couldn't. Oh, I'm having fun. Um, but uh, I guess we'll move on from that and discuss. Uh, you texted me the Batman trailer last night, the new Batman oh, trailer. Like, yeah, I thought you, it was fun. Apparently, only like not even not even the whole movie's done yet. 
Yeah, I would imagine because I didn't even remember when they started filming. They started filming a while ago. But these movies can take years, and you know, with the whole pandemic and all. Right. Well, that that's what's I guess weird about it is because they like the footage of or pictures rather of um, Pattinson on the bike. Yeah. And what I had thought was just the cowl, which I'm thinking now is actually just like a bat helmet. Um, those pictures leaked like last year. Yeah. So there, I mean, the from what I've read, I think it said still in production. So. Yeah, well, I'm sure they might have finished the filming, but I'm sure there's a lot of like post production work to go in a movie yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it looked sick. I'm very excited for it. I've watched the trailer like, I don't know, I think not not more than 10 times, but right. also watched the trailer like at super slow speed to try to catch like uh, Easter egg stuff. Yeah, I would, I've only seen it the one time, but I did. Yeah, it, it looked interesting, but I'm just, I don't know, still a little weary about anything that DC does. Yeah, well, to me it looks like they're going more the route of the gritty shit like the thing with batman versus superman there was the grittiness but it also like we're fucking batman versus superman like we're still see that's like that's what you need you need gritty in the movie are you being sarcastic you're like you're not being sarcastic right i'm the, the mascot gritty he needs to show up in the movie is that a hockey thing you didn't know who gritty is I don't know who Gritty is. Oh my god, he's like transcends hockey. He's the Philadelphia Flyers mascot, the big orange oh, thing with the googly eyes. Hit, I didn't know his team was Gritty. Yeah. Uh, is that that big orange dickhole? Yeah, with the googly eyes, and he brought, yeah. he like. <laughs> I didn't know his name was He gritty. swings his stomach around like a hula hoop. Right, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want Gritty in this movie. Like, he wouldn't be a major role. He'd just like be in the background during one of like the chase scenes. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't want Gritty. <laughs> I don't want no, no Gritty, please. And you just see him with like his mouth open and he's doing like yeah. the stomach hula hoop thing? Nope. I don't need Gritty. <laughs> But this is like this is what DC does well are like dark and gritty movies. Uh-huh. Um, Batman versus Superman was like trying to be dark and gritty, but then they needed fucking Martha. <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> I still can't believe that's a plot point in a major right. <laughs> movie. That was that was insane. That still like bums me out to this day, and I shouldn't care anymore because I didn't care about the movie. Right, but still just bums me the fuck out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Like um, Jeffrey Wright, as I'm guessing he's yeah. playing Gordon, right? Peoples, yeah, yeah. So that he should be good. Um, yeah, I'm excited for him. And of course, Jeremy Irons, I think, is Alfred, right? I think so. Was he in the trailer? He wasn't. I think you just see his back in the trailer. Okay. But I thought that's who they said was cast to play him. Okay. Yeah, I remember hearing that too. Um, so you should be. I had talked to Justin uh, Film Obscure um, Babe Joe huh. uh, He had said that he had saw it, Well it makes sense now after I've watched the trailer a bunch The villains look to be Penguin, Riddler, and Catwoman Yeah see that's another thing too Like I'm not sure how much I like that they put in so many villains Yeah well <laughs> That's another thing. How many villains are normally in Batman movies? Well, the Dark Knight, really, 
I mean, like the like the Christian Bale Batman's. It was kind of like, I guess. Well, Batman Begins is only well. I guess it's two, right? Mm-hmm. They normally only have two, right? Yeah, because you had Scarecrow and what's his name, Raja Ghoul. Yeah. In the first one, and then Dark Knight, you have the Joker, and I guess technically Two Face, but I feel like he's not really Two Face the whole time. Yeah. And then same thing with the third one, like you have Bane and Catwoman, but Catwoman kind of becomes like, you know, like good halfway through the movie. Yeah, like an anti-hero. Yeah. That's why this is kind of reminding, reminding, goddamn, reminding me more of a Burton movie. Yeah. Well, because I think the, I mean, the 1960 Batman movie had three. It was the Joker, Catwoman, and Riddler. Okay. And I th- was the Penguin? It might have been the Penguin, too. Yeah, it was the Penguin, also. So there was four of them. <laughs> yeah, see, that's too much. Yeah. Because um, uh, in that movie, there's a plot point where uh, the military sells a, um, de- like a, not decommissioned, but a surplus submarine. I haven't seen that movie in so fucking long. And Batman calls up, like, the Navy, and he's like, Oh, uh, yes, Admiral, have you sold any uh, submarines lately? He's like, one second, Batman. <laughs> and he looks it up, and he's like, yes, we had sold a surplus submarine to a Mr. P.N. Gwen. <laughs> and he's like, P.N. Gwen, the penguin? Penguin. <laughs> I do love that Batman a lot. He does have a soft spot in my heart. But, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm very excited for it. Even the, um, you didn't watch Suicide Squad one, right? No. Um, Do they say, what are we, some kind of Suicide Squad 2? They don't say that. Um, <laughs> Idris Elba is playing uh, Deadshot. Hmm. What's wrong with Will Smith? Uh, the, the fact that he said, what are we, some kind of Suicide Squad. Now, is this a sequel or just a remake? Like, are they just I think it's about? a remake, and they look more like their comic book counterparts uh, that makes sense but i like is is it still gonna be what's her name is harley quinn since they made a yeah movie? they brought back margot robbie the only good part of that movie so is it like is it connected i don't think so so have you looked at the cast at all no so here, here's my question though did you see the uh harley quinn movie yet no so do you know does that have a connection to the first Suicide Squad, or is it I being don't. built into this new Suicide Squad? <clears throat> I have no idea. Um, but the yeah, I mean, I heard what you said. Um, this has nothing to do with it. I just want to talk about what I want to talk about. Um, <laughs> <Asshole>. <laughs> I was listening. I it just it has no bearing on what I'm just I want done to. with this conversation. Yeah, I think, I mean it. I don't think there's any more to talk about what you want to say, right? No, I was really just that I thought Batman's head looked small. Like I said. Yeah, I didn't I didn't get that. I know my I, first reaction to him seeing like his head looks off. Like his shoulders look really big and that like I feel like the top of the cowl seemed like it shrunk. I don't know. I didn't I mean I mean, does Pattinson have a smaller head, maybe? I don't think so. Well, that's another thing, because maybe you're just, like, conditioned to seeing a big Batman cowl. The thing with his cowl is it's just, like, leather. Yeah, maybe. That could be it. I don't know. It just there, There's, like, no armor to it. Like, yeah. I was I was seeing, like, clear pictures of the cowl. Uh-huh. 
there's a picture of him. It was a behind the scenes shot that somebody got of him. Was it behind the scenes? Yeah, it was behind the scenes shot that someone got of just him like on a bike. Uh-huh. The big cow with like these kind of bubble eyes. And I'm first I'm like first I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then I kinda realize, oh, it's a like a motorcycle helmet. Mm-hmm. But the real mask is just like this leather, like very plain leather cow. Gotcha. And and I was talking to you that I don't think there's any origin shit going on. It's just a very young Batman. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And he looks fucking pissed in the movie. Yeah. Alright, so I guess you can go on to your whatever you were saying. <laughs> What was I saying? Maybe like this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I just want to change subjects now. Oh, oh, before? Yeah. Oh yeah, what's Suicide Squad? Yeah, you should check out the cast because it's directed by James Gunn. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's it's just like a lot of people from uh like not a lot, but several people from Guardians of the Galaxy. It's like it it looks like a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's how they're gonna fix DC is by just putting Marvel people in it. Well, I it's weird because they're going two routes with it, and I I feel like they're betting, they're taking bets on what's gonna do better. And I feel like DC's bread and butter is the dark, grittier shit, right? And yeah, that's what it's always been, even with their comics. Um, <clears throat> and Marvel with their shit has always been like the more bombastic, Mister Bombastic uh, <laughs> comics, and like just explosions and fanciful like costumes and shit like that like that's what they're known for so i i feel like dc even though like that's what's doing well in movies they should stick with what like they should stick with what they're good at right so if that that means making dark fucking batman movies stick with it yeah but the only thing is it's like that's what they're good at but it hasn't been (laughs) Good, so to speak. Well, I mean, there hasn't been. Well, that's that's what they fucked up with Batman versus Superman. They didn't make those, right? Yeah, those they, big Marvel movies. They should stick to the dark and gritty, but they should make them better. Right. Well, that they had a they had such a good chance to make the Ben Affleck Batman into a good story. Yeah. They so well. That's also an issue. The whole Batman versus Superman story in uh, Dark Knight Returns, uh-huh. um, that is kind of a, that is not a Marvel story, but it is kind of a big story. Um, I kind of almost, I guess that's why they picked, uh, what's his name, Zack Snyder to do it. And then when that fell through, they got Josh Whedon to do it. So all the choices they made made sense. It just came out yeah. bad, and I, 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 well, I, I did see Batman versus Superman. I didn't see uh, Justice League. Yeah, I still have yet to see Justice League <laughs> or Aquaman. I didn't see Aquaman. Supposedly, really good. Uh, did you see uh, Wonder Woman? I did. I liked Wonder Woman. Yeah, I loved Wonder Woman. I thought that was great. Um, yeah, because the one, the new Wonder Woman hasn't come out yet, right? Was it supposed no, to come I, out? And then it, but uh, I'm excited to see that. Yeah, anything in the '80s is fun. Yeah, um, I was thinking about that. I feel like we're making a close to the like the '80s nostalgia. I think we're coming around to the '90s, and I think 
you know how like the 80s sound was like really kind of fun like maybe five six years ago uh-huh. um i think that's kind of dying and i predict the next sound that's going to kind of come back is the boy band sound <laughs> i hope not i'm good that's prediction i'm good oh yeah i'm out but uh that's my prediction because it, like everything comes in 20s yeah like 20 years i so. think it's definitely happened with um fashion because i feel like a lot of people a lot of younger kids are mm-hmm. dressing like um friends characters oh, fuck, are you kidding me is that happening I, you see, like, there's a lot of, like, that style of the 90s is coming back with, like, younger kids. Like, the kind of, like, you know, like, big sweatshirts and, like, really high-waisted pants and... Shut the fuck up. Are you kidding me? Oh, no. no. <laughs> and, like, I feel like it has something to do with all the people who've been watching Friends and stuff. Like, that's been such, like, a big resurgence on Netflix. Right, it, well, it's because what you watched when you were a kid, it becomes popular right. again. Like, you'll see, like, you know, like, the sundresses with, like, the like the t-shirt underneath it, like, that kind of... Yeah. Like, blossom kind of style. Yeah, blossom or fucking clueless. Yeah. Oh, God, it's so annoying. Like, I appreciated the 80s, like, new wave sound resurgence, because I like that shit. Uh-huh. Um... But the the dress attire, you know, that that could stay dead, fucking buried, full of maggots. You don't want to bring back Junko jeans. I they were first off, Joe. They're called Jankos. What? Whatever. And I didn't wear them. I wore I wore trip pants and UFO pants. Right. And and you should know. I should know. I even. <laughs> <laughs> a reference to it was even in my best man speech, I remember. <laughs> did you bring, I forgot if you brought that up, did you? What? Yeah, I, I said I can still, like something about like I can still hear the metal chains hitting the plastic seats at the bowling alley. <laughs> <laughs> Every time he sat down, it was like a crash. <laughs> um, Alright, so I guess we'll transition into our uh, overrated, underrated Favorite, least favorite. Okay. And this weekend we decided to do SNL cast members. And I know we talked about there's some I'm definitely going to have multiple answers for, but I'm going to try to like submit one answer and then kind of like talk about other people who I felt were really close to being. Okay. I could do that. So, um, do you want to start off first with overrated? Overrated. Uh, no, because I have underrated first. Uh, no, okay, well, I could do overrated. Um, <laughs> overrated, I'm going to start with Adam Sandler. Okay, that's a very good answer. Yeah, I mean, he did some shit that was really funny, but I'm just not a big Adam Sandler fan in general. Um, and it, and it, it's hard to say, because his overrated shit really came... And it's hard to say. His overrated shit really came after SNL, so I don't know if that's a fair answer. But no, I, so, I can kind of understand where you're coming from on that. And even though I wasn't even that big of a fan of him. Right. Um, some other answers, Dana Carvey. Wasn't a big fan of him. You don't like Turtle, Turtle. No, I don't. <laughs> 
I wasn't a big fan of the church lady. Yeah. Uh, Wayne's World I liked, but I, I didn't love Wayne's World. Um, who else? There, there's there's a number of people. Um, I had like when we brought, when first talked about this, I had looked at every single cast member. Uh-huh. Um, there's a lot more, but the, the those are some of the ones that that like spoke to me that I. Um, it's it's funny because now that I'm like hearing your answers, I'm wondering if we're going to kind of because I was thinking all my answers were kind of like 2000s and later. Okay. I really didn't go into the 90s, but I wonder if you're going to go more into. I feel like you were more in the 90s, like the mid 90s era SNL. Is oh yeah, like because the, I honest I was talking to Ness because um, this is going to kind of go into um, things that we watched. Uh-huh. Um, so that, that'll come up. Okay. But, um, I was watching SNL when I was like four and five. Right. Like that's when I started watching. Yeah. And like, uh, I, I definitely have seen like you know, a lot of sketches from then, but I just uh-huh. feel like, you know, the mid, uh, early to mid two thousands and even more modern day is more, you know, like when you watched it. Yeah. Okay. So. SNL was a very big um, event in my house. Uh-huh. Like, we watched it every single Saturday. Like, my parents always watched it. And I started watching it, like, I literally at, like, four or five. That's when I started watching it. Right. So, from four and f- four to five up until, I'm going to say, maybe 24, 25, uh-huh. up until when I moved out. Right. <laughs> to when I didn't have a TV. Uh-huh. That's like a, like cable or whatever. Right. That's when I stopped watching it, really. So they're like a 20-year span yeah. of just watching SNL. So my I just I watched it from a very young age. So most of my shit comes from very early 90s. So gotcha. mo- most of my shit's going to come from the 90s. Gotcha. So I kind of had a 1A and 1B kind of answer to this one. Um, but it's funny because both the people I'm going to name, I do like. Uh-huh. And I find them funny, kind of like you say with Adam Sandler. But I feel like they were definitely overrated okay. on SNL. And my 1A, kind of similar to Adam Sandler, is Andy Samberg. Good answer, yeah. Because, I mean, I, I think he was funny. He was definitely in some funny sketches. And I, like, I kind of like... You know some of his stuff since. Like I was, I was really enjoying Brooklyn Nine Nine, but I really have a hard time watching it anymore. Yeah, because um, it's kind of hard to watch cops being fun and funny at the present moment. Yeah, funny cops are it. It's hard. And um, like I've heard good things about that movie Hot Rod, and I'm meaning to watch it. Yeah, I've been wanting to watch that too. Yeah, but it's just like he got really big on SNL. Mm-hmm. And like I thought, like the Lazy Sunday um, sketch is really I'm funny. Not crazy about that, honestly. What? I'm not crazy about that. So I, I think it's. I think that's like one of the first digital shorts. I feel like that's a good yeah. one. But like, I think Laser Cats is funny. That's what I was gonna say. I think my favorite is Laser Cats. Yeah. Which is yeah. a real like no one ever really talks about that one. Yeah. But um, like you know uh. 
I'm on a boat and dick in a box. Like, I don't know. I, I felt like people found that way funnier than I did. Right. And yeah, like, I knew it was funny, but it, I, it just, like, I don't know. It was just kind of shock humor. Uh-huh. Like, Lazy Boat, I, I didn't find that funny at all. But dick in a box was like, oh, you know, they're saying dick. Yeah. Um, and my 1B answer, this one might be a little bit of a hot take. Because okay. I do, re- like I said, I think she's very talented. Mm-hmm. But I, I kind of think Kate McKinnon's a little overrated on SNL. I like her a lot. Um, I feel like they used her too much. I feel like a lot of her impressions have just turned out to be the same type of. She always does like that, like Justin Bieber, like head shake thing, like in all her <laughs> impressions I, with, I, with the laugh I, and like the. I don't know if that's necessarily her fault. I think it's just SNL were in a rut. Yeah. They just used her too much. Yeah. Like I said, she's very talented. And like the the alien abduction sketches are. Those are good. Amazing. But I feel like that could be it. She's just, I feel like she's getting way too overused and she keeps showing up as like, she's Jeff Sessions and Rudy Giuliani. Right. Yeah, they. She's kind of almost Daryl Hammond herself, and it's almost kind of like becoming the same type of character, right? Do we have an MVP of this section? What? Do we have an MVP of this section? What do you mean? Like, do we have an MVP uh, choice? Well, MVP, I guess, would be your favorite. See, I, I think there should be there should be an MVP, and then there should be a favorite. Okay, we, because, we can do an MVP at the end. I think we should do MVP. I uh, will do that at the end. Personal and MVP is like who you personally don't like, like, but you know who it did the best. Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> I'll think oh. about that. But um, and then I was just gonna say, I feel like similar to kind of how her. Like, overuse on SNL, I felt, kind of was the same for Kristen Wiig towards the end. Yeah, I loved her in the beginning, and then, like, with the Californians, I loved her. Yeah. And, like, I liked, like, the Target Lady was funny. But then they overused her, I feel like. And then Gilly was funny, but I felt like sometimes it just started to be the same. Like, you can just say, oh, that's Kristen Wiig. Like, it wasn't, I don't know. Right. And these aren't bad. They're just, I feel like they definitely get rated a little bit higher but it's weird also because a lot of these characters it's at the, their time like the time in their career because mm-hmm. like Kristen Wiig I could put in my favorites yeah it's so true. like for my favorites like I I, I have my favorite right. but I think I, I have favorites. a lot of A, B, C's and D's alright All right. so you want to go to um, underrated yeah Am I going? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Norm MacDonald. Okay. Um, I have like uh, B and C. Um, Sherry O'Carey. That's a good one. Um, Colin Quinn. Okay. Um, who else? I feel like I had another one. Mm, I know I have some more. Uh, I'm not sure. I I mean, I thought Colin Quinn was okay. He was never really like. You know, it's kind. Of, I'm 
kind of being biased by saying that because I liked him more later on in life. Uh-huh. I didn't love him as I was watching him. I only appreciated him more at like <clears throat> as I grew up uh-huh. and then watched him on SNL like and like when I got older. Like I appreciated I appreciated I appreciated God damn, I appreciated him more. Right. Well, I keep fucking that word up. I appreciated him more you and re- I got You really didn't mess it up. No, I, no. I thought I fucked it up. No. You said it right all three times. Did I really? Yeah. I thought it sounded weird in my head every no. single time. No. Well, cut that out. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, yeah, so for underrated, I feel like... <clears throat> I have multiple, but the first, I think the 1A answer, the one that kind of came to me first, mm. I think is Horatio Sands. Yeah, he he in the beginning was kind of a nobody. Do you remember yeah. they released, like, Best of Horatio Sands? No, did they really? Yes, and it was just, like, him in the background. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. He was, I feel like he was in the background of a lot of, like, really good sketches. But it was like a sketch of like Night at the Roxbury where he was putting out a fire or something. Right. Like he wasn't doing anything. Yeah. But like this was before he had a sketch. Uh-huh. So I didn't like, weird that did they put that they, out. Like I thought it was a joke thing uh-huh. that they did, but yeah. it was like a real life best of thing you could buy. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I just, like he was always funny as the cameraman, right? He was either cameraman or friend in that Boston people sketch. Um, yes, yes. Um, he was in the cowbell sketch. He was in the Debbie Downer sketch. Yeah, he was he was in all those? He was also um, in Jimmy. Oh wait, do we do underrated, overrated? Yeah. Oh, I'm throwing Jimmy Fallon in there. Okay. Just so that's in there. Um, but he was in the Jimmy Fallon sketch where he was the. Jared's room or whatever. Yep. I just, I, he always, I felt like he was such a good, like, not Cat lead rat. member of the sketch, but like just a solid, like, supporter of the sketch. Yeah. Yeah, he was good at that. And then my 1B, and I guess C, when I, um, like, because obviously in the early 2000s, like, the women on the show, like, you always heard about Amy Poehler and Tina Fey and Maya Rudolph, but like, Anna Gasteyer and Rachel Dratch were like, yeah. If not, like, better? Especially yeah, Rachel Dratch. I, I really like Anna Gasteyer. Yeah, she's a really good, like, in, like uh, in the um, Sweaty Balls sketch, like, when she plays yeah. the more straight, like, person. Yes, I love person. that so much. And, uh, and, like, of course, Rachel Dratch has Debbie Downer, and, of course, was it Zuzu, yeah. Zuzu or something? What was her name in the Boston? Oh, uh, um... <laughs> Zoo, it was Zoo, Zoo or something like that? Zazu. Zazu, yeah. Yeah, that was her and Jimmy Fallon, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, you are. Yeah, you are. No, ma. <laughs> and like I said, I think Horatio was either the cameraman or he was like the other friend that always like would pop up. Yeah, he was in those. I, I don't remember his name, though. Yeah, I don't remember either. But yeah, those are definitely my um, underrated... So do you want to go? I'm guessing I know what your favorite is. Yeah, you do. Um, do you want to say it at the same time? No, you can. You, you can say it. All right, Chris Farley. Yeah. 
it, that's like an easy. Um, I have multiple like others. Um, Will Farrell. Um, some early, some later ones. Taron Killam. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brett Armisen. Uh, Kristen Wiig earlier on. Right. Bill Hader. Uh, who the fuck else? I mean, early ninety. I. It's funny. I loved Chris Kattan. He was like my favorite. <laughs> like, but it was Chris because my favorites were Chris Kattan. Yeah. And Will Farrell. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, team Chris Kattan all the way. <laughs> and then, like, like he fell off, and I'm like, oh man, I bet on the wrong fucking horse. Yeah. I watched, um, it was a couple months ago now at this point, I think it was pre-pandemic, uh, Corky Romano was on. Yeah. And like, obviously it's not a great movie, but that movie has some... It uh, has its moments. Because, I mean, it has... a rough reason. It has, what's his, um, Sean Penn's brother, what's his name, Chris Penn? Yeah. He's died, and then that other guy, who's the director now, Peter Berg, I think is his name. Yeah. But he was like the guy who couldn't read, and he was trying right. to order from the ice cream... Yeah. <laughs> let me get that uh, Rocky Road. <laughs> uh, sir, our flavors are right here. Uh, let me get that rum raisin. <laughs> um, I meant to say going back to underrated. This was kind of like a one, I guess, D pick or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess technically you would have to throw uh, Tim Robinson in here because he was only on for one year. And, but he had being really funny. And he made that show uh, – I think you should leave, which I think did things funnier than SNL's done in the past 10, 15 years. Really? Yes. <laughs> that, that, uh, you saw the sketch with the, the bones are their money. No, I haven't. Oh my God. You have to watch it's, it's him. And, um, he's an actor. He's been in a bunch of stuff. They go in, they're playing like in the fifties, like, like country rock musicians kind of, mm-hmm. and they're doing a song and like the producer's like, Oh, I really don't like this. This is like run of the mill. He's like, what else? What else do you got? And like the other guy starts playing this really like good like country song, mm-hmm. and Tim Robinson just thinks they're improvising. Mm-hmm. So he starts throwing in. He's like, the skeletons come up at night. <laughs> the bones are their money. <laughs> but yeah, that if anyone hasn't seen that show, that that's yeah, that was from what I saw. Of that I think I only saw like the first few episodes. Uh-huh. Um, it was great. Um, so yeah, so my favorite, like I said, I feel like it's an obvious pick, but I feel like I just had it. I think Will Ferrell is yeah. my answer. So yeah, I, if had I not have such a spiritual connection right. to Chris Farley. Yeah, because those best of Will Ferrell DVDs are some of the funniest. Yeah. He, it's hard because Chris Farley just as a, a person like is very important to me. Mm-hmm. But some of the, like the Will Farrell sketches are like some of the greatest sketches of all time. Yeah, I mean, you, you just you just think he's you know obviously the cowbell one's famous, but he's Alex Trebek. He like like Robert Goulet. The cowbell one's amazing, but I think I would take the Ted Broken one over that. Gaga goo goo. Are you hungry? No, I need ten bucks. I'm going to Vegas. 
And of course, the one the when he's the doctor, Blowfish and Funk Fran. That, that's the, I think that's the greatest SNL sketch of all time. And now this is also reminding me. I think Tim Robbins needs to be an underrated also. That's what, that's what I meant. Tim Meadows is what I meant to say. Oh, Tim Meadows, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so I have two choices for MVP then. Okay, so do you want to do your least favorite? Yeah, Joe Piscopo. Fuck him. <laughs> that's a good answer. I forgot about him. Yeah. Um, and of course, and mine was I didn't. You threw it into underrated. Uh-huh. But um, I mean, overrated. And I did have some long, hard time. No, I didn't give. Much thought about it. The worst is Jimmy Fallon. Like, yeah, hands down. Under, yeah. he's overrated. He's. I just had to put him in least favorite because he was never really. He was in funny sketches. Like, like I said, he was in the Debbie Downer one and the Boston. Sketches. Right, he just never had a character. But it. I mean, he he had the Boston guy. And yeah, then, and he did the uh, was it Barry Gibb or whatever? But like. Uh, he just, I don't know. I think he kind of had the laugh track like mentality to him, where it, people saw him laugh, so they thought it was funny. So right. they laughed with him, and then they're like, "Oh, he's fine." But the fact that right. he has the Tonight Show is it's not fucking staggering. Yeah, but it is astounding. Out of all the people, like, um, what's his name was better than him. Uh, Seth Meyers, and he has the lesser of the shows. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so you want to say your um, MVP? Yeah, I have two runner-ups. One, Tim Meadows. Okay. uh, And the other, Chris Parnell. Oh, Chris Parnell is a good one. Right, I mean, he never, like, he was like... um, the Oscar Nunez of The Office, he never fucking cracked. No. Like, never laughed. Yeah, he was good. And then, of course, like, obviously his SNL stuff is great, but then you also have to, you know, consider he's Jerry on Rick and Morty. He's everywhere. He's, like, he does fucking uh, Frank's Red Hot commercials. Yeah, he's Cyril on Archer, which have been two great characters. Mm-hmm. And he was Dr. Leo Spichemin in 30 Rock, which was great. <laughs> Dr. Spaceman. <laughs> um, but I think for my MVP, I think I'm going to go with Keenan Thompson. Oh, really? Yep. I don't like him. Yeah. I was more of a Kel guy. Uh, I always liked Keenan and just the fact that he was on for so long. And I don't know. I feel like he definitely put in a lot of work there. I don't know. I just, I always he thought he was funny. Honestly. Like Steve I never Harvey. really thought he was funny. Oh. I don't know how he's been there so long. Uh, I always, I always liked him. Steve like Harvey I wasn't was going to put underrated. I mean, overrated. Um, I think he deserves to be there because of seniority. Um, but I, I don't know. I think he's a solid cast member. But I wouldn't. I don't put him like. I don't like as a most. Like I don't think he's no fucking Chris Parnell. No. Or, no, you. I think you definitely hit it out of the park, Chris Parnell. But I don't know. I just always liked Keenan, and like I said, going back to the fact that he was in Keenan and Cal, which was like a, you know, an early comedy kind of thing for mm-hmm. me, and all that was, you know, because that was really I, the show. Because I mean, I didn't really watch SNL when I was five, like you. Right. Well, it's funny too. Well, I'll get to it when we 
when we get to the movie things, but I have another funny thing to say about that. All right. But um, I'm trying to think if there's any. I mean, Tracy Morgan could be a good one. Yeah, Tracy Morgan's another good um, But yeah, I think this was a good discussion about SNL cast members. Yeah, this was a good this was fruitful. So we're just down an hour, so we will get to our recommendations here, and then we'll get out of here. So, get out of here. So what's your uh, your movie? This. Um. Oh shit! Did I watch a movie? Um. Oh yeah, I watched uh, Cutting Class. It was a fucking cheesy ass fucking. Um, 80s horror movie starring Brad Pitt. Okay. It. I mean, I got it from Vinegar Syndrome. They're um, a horror movie company out of Bridgeport, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin knows. Hey, Justin. <laughs> they, uh, they have like a really good... The, the store we went to, the archive, Justin mm-hmm. and I... I didn't get this when I was there. I wish I did, but I ended up getting this uh, with a sale that they had uh-huh. dur- during the sale that they had. Um, but the the store is so awesome. We were supposed to go back, but COVID and everything. Right. Uh, but it's about. I mean, I don't know how I really go into it, but it's it's a very cheesy '80s slasher with some. Jallo elements haphazardly thrown in, but I, I'm. Uh, I, I, I mean, I, I don't want to speak for the director or anybody working on the movie uh-huh. at the time. I'm not sure if anybody really knew what a Jallo film was <laughs> that worked on, but gotcha. um, it was for a stupid cheesy '80s movie. Mm-hmm. It was kind of fun. Um, and especially since, like, a very young Brad Pitt was in it, right. it was kind of fun to watch. Gotcha. I mean, you, you would probably enjoy it. It's, it's very stupid. I'm good. No. Um, I like- guess the only movie I watched recently, so I'll just throw this out there, was I watched, I texted you yesterday, I watched Kill List. Mm-hmm. And it was a good movie. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I love that movie. Um, it's a good twist which i kind of saw coming so i yeah, i guess no, I, I didn't message back because i wanted to talk to you what where and when did you see it coming it's funny because like, what coming? i mean i guess spoiler alert here if you don't want to like have the movie ruined jump ahead a couple minutes but um i'm curious i i think it had to do with the fact that i've seen hereditary and movies <laughs> okay like that. well that this movie came out way before Hereditary. No, I know, but I'm saying since I've seen movies like that, and especially when the brunette girl drew that symbol on the mirror, I'm like, oh, I think there's some kind of cult thing going on. Yeah, here. yeah. And then especially when you start seeing like the priest and another guy is like thanking him for killing them. Yeah. I'm like, there. Okay, there's there's some culty thing going on here. Yeah, I mean, I I figure that out when I first watched it. Yeah. No, but I'm saying it is an interesting... I think, like I said, if I hadn't seen Hereditary, I probably wouldn't have thought that's where it was. What did? What was the... Did you think that was a, a surprise thing, that there was a cult? Well, the fact that you don't really think that there's a cult going on, you just think it's about a hitman and, like... Oh, 
No, see, I thought, like, I immediately knew there was some kind of weird shit going on when she drew that shit on him, and yeah. they were all fake. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's when I, but I feel like there might be some people who might just think, oh, she's just weird. You know, and they. Oh. Because, like, the, yeah. way the, the way the movie starts is you, you think it's just, like, you know, about a family who's arguing with each other, and then, okay, well, these people are obviously do some stuff outside the law. So you think it's right. more of, like, kind of just like a crime thriller, kind of? Right. I mean, I guess for, like, an unseasoned horror movie watcher, they might kind of think that. But for some, I mean, you, you don't necessarily watch a ton of horror movies, but you've yeah. seen a lot of crime shit right. and some old movies. I, I mean, I feel like it's semi-easy to pick up. I feel like the real, like, kind of surprise is at the ending. Oh, well, like, the, the, the moment... No, yeah, once he, I saw him fighting someone, like, oh, that's definitely going to be his wife. Oh, did you think that was her? Yeah, like, right away. I'm like, I especially probably also because of Serbian film. When you like, obviously, that was his wife and kid. Yeah, I don't know if I got that immediately. I think I thought, um... I'm like, there's no way they're not, it's not going to be his wife, and he's going to end up having to kill his wife. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, that was kind of a shock to me that it was her. Yeah. Um, but it, there is like, I, I did have to look it up the part where, um, she looks at him. She wasn't in on it. She wasn't? No. Um, I had, I had looked up some video where somebody had found a message from the director, like a tweet Uh saying that, oh, the wife indeed was not in on it. Like it was just a smile of like, what the fuck have you done? Like, Just like an evil smile at the husband, like, Jesus Christ, what have you done? But yeah, I'm going to try to listen to your episode about it because you did it on Films Obscura. I wanted to watch it because you said in the description that there was a big twist, so I wanted to watch it before I listened. That's a really good episode we did. I will check that out. But that movie, Michael Smiley, he improvised a lot of lines in that movie. Yes, he is great. He is a treasure. Yeah, he's so fucking... He, you know he was a stand-up comedian? Really? Yeah, that, so he's really funny in the movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not a comedy, as you know, right. but like he improvised a lot of lines that were just like pretty funny in it. Because I know he was They're, in that episode of Black Mirror, the White Rabbit one. Yes, he yes, I love, that. that's why. And he was in that movie Free Fire? He was pretty good at I that. Didn't. There is something that's kind of up for debate. I don't, I don't think it was. I think it was just kind of coincidence, but they, they kept it in the movie to make you think, uh-huh. where uh kills Michael Smiley, and Michael Smiley says, thank you. Oh. Uh, um, just like, it's not for debate whether Michael Smiley was in on it. I don't think so. I think he was just thanking him. So I don't think it was position. either, no. Because his intestines were hanging out. I think that's why he said thank you. What? I said his intestines were hanging out. I think that's why he said thank you. Yeah, thank you for killing me. Yeah. Um, so you got a TV? Yeah, I've been watching the Power Rangers. Oh, okay. Get Mighty Morphin. So that, that kind of brings me to the stuff that I was wanted to talk about from before. So I was watching the Power Rangers. They, they were from like 93. Uh-huh. So I must have been watching SNL from... I guess the ages make sense. I was born in 88, so I was watching SNL in, like, 93. Uh-huh. And the, you, you, did you watch Power Rangers? Yes, I did. Do you remember Bulk and Skull? 
They were like the two, like, nerd, like the, uh, the bullies. Yeah. From yeah, yeah, yeah. So, did you find their antics like funny? I don't really remember, but I'm thinking no. So, like, when they push each other and like they'd fall down, it was very stooge. Yeah, I I really don't remember that well. Okay, so it's supposed like you're supposed to laugh like when they fall down and his pants fall down. Uh huh. And you're supposed to chuckle at it. And, like, it's meant to make kids laugh or whatever. Right. So, I was watching it with Ness, and apparently Ella kind of likes um, Power Rangers, too. So, it's I was just really powers. watching it's a Green Ranger episodes, because as we all know, the Green Ranger is the best ranger. Right. Right. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I mean, the white one's pretty great, too, but... But that's um, just the Green Ranger. Yeah, I mean, it's the Green Ranger. Green Ranger's the best Ranger. Um, no, wait. Um, there, there, there is... Um, it's kind of fucked up that he's called the White Power Ranger. <laughs> I never thought of that. I mean, there's also a Black Power Ranger, too. Yeah, and that, that's fine, too. But he's also called the White Power right. Ranger. So I thought that was interesting. But to get back, what I, to, get back to what I was saying... Um, I, I didn't find that funny. <laughs> like, and it was because I was ruined because I was watching SNL. Oh, and, like, I see what you're saying, yeah. Funny. And, like, all that wasn't funny to me. And yeah. Keenan and Kel funny to me. Like, all, like, cartoons weren't funny to me because I was watching SNL, like, actual comedy. So you were a comedy snob when you were four? I was a comedy snob at, like, four and five. Like, that shit just wasn't funny to me. I don't know. I, I think... All that, and Keenan and Kel still had some humor to Keenan it. Keenan and Kel, maybe a little bit more. All that, just, it was just something to watch, like, before Sunday night, uh, what was it, Saturday Night Shotgun or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I like, it would, the, the, uh, I remember liking as a kid the sketch with the, um, was it Blockbuster, or it was the fake Blockbuster when it was, like, the family, like, Blockbuster or something like that. It was Amanda Bynes. Yeah, I don't remember that. Maybe that was more the Amanda Bynes show. Maybe that's what I liked better. Yeah, that show was also not funny. Because there was a sketch where they played like a family that ran like a fake video store and they would just film their own movies. I remember that. And like, it's like, oh, it's not uh, Jurassic Park, it's Jurassic Pork or something stupid. That sounds more like a porn parody than a. (laughs) Yeah, that is a porn parody. Her Asic Pork. <laughs> but it's funny because I, I watched them. Right. It was not for like any comedic purposes. It was just to watch it. Uh-huh. Like I didn't, I never laughed at it. Right. Same thing with cartoons. Like I never laughed at them. I guess I just you're just trying to say you're better than all of us. And In a way. You just do you. So my uh, TV pick, I've been watching um, that show Bosch on Amazon. Oh, yeah? How is that? I highly recommend it. Oh, really? I really enjoy it. It's, like, really good, straightforward, like, detective mystery. Really? The acting is good. Because when I kept in the ads for it, yeah. and they're like, Harry Bush. I was like, oh, what is this? Yeah, it's because it's, be, it's created, the guy who created it, it's based on books. <laughs> um, and the guy, the executive producer for the show is Eric Overmeyer. 
and he wrote on the wire and he co-created Treme with David Simon. Oh, okay. And Marlo, the guy who plays Marlo plays Harry Bosch's partner. Okay. And Daniels plays like the chief of like the assistant chief of police. Oh, so it's got some wire clout. It's got some wire, and like I said, it's it because they're based on crime novels. So mm-hmm. I've seen the first two seasons, and they're just—it's really good. Like, it's true detective esque, but without like the crazy ominous, like dark to it. No, so everything I love. Not, but I mean, it's some of it's there, but it's not like. I guess it. It takes out the possibility of it being supernatural, kind of. Okay. Like, there's still some darkness to it, but it's not uh-huh. like you think, oh, is there really some, like, person who's going back in time or time tra-? Like, you know, that kind of okay. gets taken out of it. But, like I said, it's really good. Like, if you like mystery and, like, trying to solve a case, mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. Like Batman? Like Batman. Do you got a Batman's music? He is a detective. Do you got a music thing? What? Do you got a music thing? Um, no. I don't think so. Do I? Um, no, I don't. I don't think I do, actually. Um, I was listening to some of the grassroots because I found out Creed actually was in the grassroots. Yeah, you didn't know that? No, I thought that was a joke or something. No, he was really in the grassroots. <laughs> yeah, so I was listening to a little bit of that. Didn't like it. Yeah, that's all right. It's normal 60s rock. Yeah, I found it a little bubblegum bullshit for me. Um, um, so my music, I guess it's technically music. Um, have oh, you okay. Have you listened to, you know that um, online dipshit Ben Shapiro? Yeah. He's like a right-wing, like little whiny bitch guy. Uh, him recite reading the lyrics to WAP is what? a fun listen. What is WAP? The Cardi B song WAP Wet Ass Pussy. You even you even heard of this? Uh, reading it. He's reading the lyrics and he he doesn't say, he doesn't say any of the curses. So he's like, get in this f word wet a word p word. <laughs> Why is he doing this? Because he's a whiny little bitch boy. I don't know. Huh? What's the point of him doing this? Well, because I guess he's trying to make the statements like, this is what feminists want? (laughs) Like, that kind Uh, of bullshit. (laughs) But it's it's fun to listen to. Have you listened to that song? (laughs) Or watched the video? The WAP? Uh, I think I've seen it. It's pretty gross. <laughs> it's it's definitely something. But um, I'm gonna have to look that up right now. Hold on, not that the yeah. Shapiro one. Yeah. So do you have a miscellaneous or try to just wrap um, this up because we're out of? Oh music? Yeah. yeah. I found this barbecue place that's the best barbecue I've ever had in my oh, life. Okay. Uh, it's called Rolling Smoke. Okay. Um. It's like a food truck, but they're opening up their store in Lake Ronkonkoma nice. in like a month. Uh-huh. The best barbecue I've ever had. Huh. Where'd you get there? I got the brisket, pulled pork, and a, it was like a smoked sausage. Oh, that sounds good. 
Oh my god, Joe. The I well when I did the honeymoon, like I had I was trying to go to different barbecue places all over the place. Right. But we were pressed for time, so I didn't get to go to like the really good barbecue places. Mm-hmm. Kind of went to like subpar ones. There was one place in Austin called the Salt Lick, which was a very famous barbecue place. Right. Um, I didn't get to go there. Like Ness and I really, really want to go back to Austin. Like that's gonna be um a place we really like a dream of ours to go back to because right. for some reason Austin was just the fucking coolest. Yeah, it seems like a cool place. It really is, and yeah, you wouldn't think that me hating hot places right. uh, want to go back to Texas, but yeah. Austin was the coolest place in the world. That and New Orleans, those were two really cool places. Um, they I didn't get to go to the Salt Lake. That place is supposedly it's. One of the only places that has, like, an indoor open barbecue pit. Okay. Um, Interesting. And I really want to go there, but out of all the places that I went to um, while on the trip, this place on this food truck mm-hmm. has the best barbecue I've ever had. Hmm. Interesting. So, well, hopefully their business does well to- when they open this door. If it's that good, yeah, they probably I- will. What's that? Even if it's that good, they probably will do well. Yeah, the the food truck when I ordered from it, there were like a bunch of people around it. So, so when I ordered, because I called the head, oh, and as I was walking with my food, some guy he was like annoyed looking at me. He's like, "Did you call the head?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Okay." <laughs> oh, <laughs> he was there for a while, right? And I was walking away with like two like big thing of food, like because I had ordered a few things, right? He looked pretty annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, my miscellaneous thing is also food related. It's a lot simpler, though. Um, okay. It's the combination of Frank's extra hot hot sauce mm. and Brianna's ranch dressing. And it makes okay. an excellent dip. Mm. You do about one part of hot sauce to two parts of ranch, mix it together, and it's a nice spicy ranch dip. It goes good with like chicken. That sounds good. Yeah, it's like if you had like a boneless chicken wing, Mm -hmm. popcorn chicken, it's the shit. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. So I didn't think we would have that much to talk about, but apparently we had about an hour and 20 minutes of stuff to talk about. So I guess we'll we'll wrap this up before it goes any further. Please, let's see that. And uh, do you want to say anything about the music that's going to come on now? No. Music. I didn't like this. I want to go home. 